Hi everyone, this is Marcelo Palermo with Epic News. Again, this is episode 8 and tomorrow, remember, we're going to have Epic News, the show, at 92.7 FM and 13.40 AM. In the COVID-19 or in the midst of, uh, in the middle of the COVID-19 situation, coronavirus, now we have reports about the possibility of who really is or was Pigeon Zero, the one they always call Zero, which is the one who catches the virus first. You will remember, uh, if you were following the thread of this uh, story, that it was said that Patient Zero, the first person to catch coronavirus, was somebody who consumed uh, exotic meat from an exotic animal from one of those wet exotic markets when they sell all sorts of animals, uh, many of them of dubious precedence, to be honest. And why do I say of dubious precedence? Because they really do not have uh, nothing of a checkup, nothing of a procedure such as an FDA, Food and Drug Administration procedure, uh, that we, or like the ones, or the many procedures, uh, the ones that we have here in the United States of America and in many other countries. There's a reason why they don't follow those procedures. It is a different story when a country has to export uh, edibles or merchandise that will be used or will be eaten, that is edible. Uh, and there's a difference with the markets inside or within the country. In this case, a big country such as China. Well, going back to this, I mean, remember, we heard that The possibilities were somebody ate a bat, then they said that it was another animal that probably was bitten or that had somehow an interaction with a bat in the wilderness and eventually that person who ate that animal, arguably a bat or the animal we were talking about before, uh, of course uh, we cannot determine which animal that is, That was a person that got infected first, and thus that person infected others, and others, and others, and so forth, and so forth, and so forth. And here we are in a situation where, right here in the United States of America, we are going, unfortunately, with 700,000 cases, although the curve started to be flattened. Uh, New York, actually, today, Governor Andrew Cuomo, Governor of New York, Andrew Cuomo, said, indicated, that uh, because he had more uh, ventilators that the amount he needed, he was sending some to other states, other cities that were in need. That's great news. I mean, that means, well, finally, the ventilator situation and some of the provisions that they needed were delivered. And of course, better to be uh, aware than to be sorry. And they were aware, they were ready, better to be ready than to be sorry. So, uh, They have some uh, extra provisions and they're going to be sending that gear, that equipment to other places that they might, where they might need those ventilators and other uh, gear and equipment more than they do at this point right now. So, well, that's it. <coughs> There's uh, interesting uh, reports coming out now from different sources and they're indicating now that maybe patient zero was somebody who was working At, at Wuhan lab, arguably the lab, the laboratory in which they were working in uh, creating this uh, uh, anti-flu vaccine, this anti-COVID vaccine, and hence 
uh, grows up the theory of all of those who, we are to who are talking, many of them specialists who are talking about the possibility that this virus actually came out of that lab. So what is happening now? We have this problem where we really need to know, and it's hard to uh, see or foresee if we are actually going to really learn because of the ways of the Chinese government we're not talking about a democracy, we're talking about a country in which everyone, where everyone and, and where everyone and every person and everything is controlled. Nothing escapes to the hands of the government. So, to put it more blatantly, the Chinese government is a government that works uh, with a communist strict system the way it has been working like that since the Mao Zedong days, of course, it has evolved in many aspects and it has grown with uh, the changes, the winds of changes that came out to the world, but they have been able to position themselves as a country who keep a very tight, <coughs> very tight uh, rule and very tight uh, government, runs a very tight country, a very tight administration with a, an iron hand, an iron fist all over their uh, constituents, all over their citizens. All over China and at the same time they actually open a capitalistic way of dealing with the rest of the world which has brought them tremendous wealth and a great positioning in the world of trade in the trading world I mean and the trading war as well many people said well China has won what we can consider that it was World War three without even firing a shot Many people are talking about the release of the COVID-19 and how everybody's going crazy and how many precautions are actually making countries all over the world go in a shutdown mode. And of course, we know here in the United States of America and all over the world, all the countries are losing lots of money. Many of us here in America are still waiting for that check or perhaps uh, the relief funds uh, deposited in our accounts. Many expect $1,200, many expect a little bit less or a lot less. Uh, many people that probably had not filed yet uh, their taxes for 2019 are worried because they made way less money last year <coughs> and they actually filled <coughs> the 2018 uh, taxes and they made more money during that year. So what's going to happen to them? They might not receive the amount of money they need. They might have to file for bankruptcy. They might have to file for the new systems or the new ways of uh, help and relief for small businesses, small and medium businesses. And that's probably going to happen. And in the midst of all this, in the middle of all this, we keep on having news of what could have happened. How could have this happened? How could have this actually been originated? If it is true that a researcher at the Wuhan lab in China was actually the patient zero, or is considered the patient zero, although uh, he might have been cured already. We don't have, we have really little information about that other than it is strongly believed that such was the case that the first person who contracted, who was infected with the COVID-19 coronavirus uh, was a person who works in the Wuhan lab if that is the case, well, see what's happening here and how did the World Health Organization manage things with China? Where were the demands for China to actually open up about this COVID potential COVID problem 
back then in 2019, by the end of 2019, in between November and December, how about the people that were arrested here in America, an American professor, an American uh, uh, researcher who used to work at Harvard, uh, lab of epidemiology and virology, and two Chinese students who belong to the People's uh, Army of China and were here researching in the United States of America as guest students. Nobody ever yet started making that connection, or at least I don't see it in the mainstream media, but we had to dig into it. And many other things that happen as well. Now, citizens are going around their own cities, around their own towns. It's somebody from Dayton, Ohio. I saw it today. He went to all the main hospitals and there was nobody forming lines for COVID-19, not for tests, not for checking into the yards or emergency rooms or nothing like that. He saw no emergency. So there are many things that are not adding up and we have to stop playing the fools. People have been fooled all over through all the history of humanity. That's the way it is. Unfortunately, we always are manipulated. But there is something that is absolutely true and we need to understand it. There is a virus out there. There is a risk. We have to take care of ourselves and of those that we love and of everybody, to be honest. We have to come out as one, as humans. All as a human race and try to get rid of this little bastard, of this problem, the COVID-19, which is here actually to stay. It's not going to be easy to get rid of him. What we will be able to do is to control it, to develop a vaccine and eventually fight it back. But the way that AIDS came out around and around back in the 1980s and we still have no vaccine, we have advanced a lot in treating cases of AIDS or HIV, uh, but we don't have a vaccine yet. The things that we did is we adapted as a species, as human beings, to live with it and to try to avoid it, to try not to spread it. It was, and I saw, it, it looked, it's not really bad back in the day, it looked kind of impossible, but eventually we came to terms with it and we did. And now we control it. For example, just to throw some data and info out there, Back in 2004, President Bush started a program to help in certain nations in Africa to stop AIDS spread and the uh, passing of AIDS of the virus from the womb of a mother to a newborn children, to a, womb, a newborn child. Eventually, in many countries, such as the case of Ghana, this came all the way, all the way to zero. Nada, it was stopped. There was no more passing of the virus of HIV from mother to newborn to the newborn babies. That was a fantastic thing, fantastic news. And it kept on going on with the following administration with Barack Obama. Fantastic too. The thing is that now we face a new threat. Still new, this threat still new. It's still really new. The COVID-19 coronavirus, although the coronavirus is not new, the 19 variation is new. And there is no vaccine yet. We have many, we know many things about it. We know how to prevent it. Well, I see all over my town and other towns, my city and other cities that unfortunately people do not fully comprehend what's the meaning of social distancing and of being proactive and responsible and not messing things up and put everything uh, and keep uh, your streets tidy and clean. Uh, 
put your acts together, keep your acts together, get your act together, and move forward adapting and understanding, which is what we're going to have to do in order to live with this new situation and not keep ourselves in lockdown and not bring our economy to the shores of oblivion, which is what we are already doing. And we're talking about the whole world here, not just one country. Uh, what we're going to have to do is to adapt and understand how to live with this virus. Try to understand how to prevent getting infected by it and how to treat whoever has a problem. Of course, many other things that they should go without say, keeping a good immune system, eating as well as you can, as better as you can, exercising, moving forward. Many of the things that many people are not doing anymore because of this generalized, general worldwide lockdown we're all into. Now, yes, there's many things that we yet don't know or that we know and we cannot prove. So we're not going to be responsible and say things that could probably create another pandemic, the pandemic of fear, which in some ways is already out there. But what we have to say is that we have to keep our calm. We have to put our minds to work. And most definitely, we need to understand that for people with little to no resources, financially wise speaking, it is a tragedy not to be able to work. If that's the case, every country has to be sure that they take care of those in dire straits and those in dire straits and the, that they, those who need the most the assistance of the government because they were working, they want to work, and now they can't. There's more to say about this. More, 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 much more. Lots of things to say about this. And many other news and tomorrow you're going to be able to catch up with us and more. We're going to catch up with you 92.7 FM, 1340 AM, 1 PM, El Paso, Texas, United States of America, 1 PM. Remember also Facebook Live. We'll see you there. Please be there. We will be there and we will keep on moving forward together. Thank you very much. This is Marcelo Palermo for Epic News. You all have a great one.